Joining me over the phone this afternoon, I have Dave Lose. He is the Illinois Corn Director of Biofuels and Research. Thanks so much, Dave, for joining me today. Well, you're welcome. I'm very pleased to be here and uh, be able to talk about the uh, uh, latest announcement by the Treasury Department. And I'm just going to have you then transition right into that since you've already started. Tell us a little bit about the announcement. Sure. Uh, So this is something we've been working on probably ever since the Inflation Reduction Act was passed, and there was some question on what models would be used in determining the eligibility for the tax credit under sustainable aviation fuel. And as you know, as gasoline demand decreases with more and more electric vehicles, on the road, we're looking to increase higher blends of ethanol in the vehicle fleet, but we're also looking at new markets. And one of the markets that the administration has offered to the ethanol industry and to uh, soybean industry is uh, the sustainable aviation fuel market. And there's a lot of potential there uh, for both uh, uh, soybeans and uh, corn-based ethanol. The feedstock is there for the corn-based ethanol. Our ethanol plants are set up to produce much more than we're producing now. And uh, ethanol can be converted into a a very good sustainable aviation fuel. The big barrier was what models would be used by the Treasury Department to determine the eligibility for the tax credit. And the tax credit makes it all work because it is a new fuel coming into the market and it's a little bit more expensive to produce at least at first for the first four or five years and so these tax credits are are tremendously important to the ethanol industry now if the treasury department had picked the wrong model or did not include the GREET model, which stands for the Greenhouse Gases Regulated Emissions and Energy Use and Transportation. That's, <laughs> that's what GREET stands for. But to us, GREET is the gold standard when it comes to life cycle analysis. And GREET was developed at Argonne National Laboratory up in the Chicago area back in the 90s. So GREET has been used to determine the life cycle analysis of all of these energy sources used in the transportation, even before carbon was a huge issue for the fuels industry, for the transportation industry. And so we rely on the GREET model because it is transparent. It's updated every year. It does a very, very good job of calculating the carbon scores for corn-based ethanol using the latest inputs on corn production and ethanol production, taking into account our increased yields per year, reduced fertilizer usage per bushel, and all of that counts toward a more positive score for carbon. And the lower the score for carbon, and we have to be 50% below what aviation fuel is now to be even eligible for the tax credit. Um, uh, It's critical to reach that point, and GREET does a very good job of updating the data uh, so that the ethanol industry is very, very close to that point. And GREET will also consider 
carbon sequestration, which knocks about 20 or 30 percent off of the uh, carbon score for car- corn ethanol. So that really gets us into even a higher value for the tax credits. So it was important that uh, the Treasury Department recognize that the GREET model should be one of the models used in determining the tax credit for SAF. And we've seen a lot of movement when it comes to biofuels recently. We've been told that we're going to get a final rule on E15. So this just adds to some good news for biofuels in the industry. Yep, we are going to keep our eye on this as it develops, the Treasury Department said that there will be some modifications in the model that impact indirect land use or other elements coming into the model. So we're going to be working closely with Argonne and Purdue University as they uh, do these updates according to uh, the directive from the Treasury Department. But uh, we're in a much better shape now than if we were relying on an international model that uh, was also specified in the uh, IRS ruling for the SAF tax credit. And that um, uh, international model, while it's recognized throughout the world, has used very old data inputs, especially as it relates to corn production and ethanol production. So there you're talking about data all the way back in the early 2000s that's been used in that model. They are updating the model now, but GREET is updated every year. So we we have confidence that the latest data out there is incorporated in GREET. And and I guess one of our biggest arguments is that uh, the tax credit for SAF is a U.S. tax credit under the Inflation Reduction Act. And therefore, you know, we should be using U.S. models that I think all of us really respect and understand, and that's the GREET model. And when might we get these updates? So the Treasury Department has up asked for those updates by March 1st. So Argonne and Purdue University and others are busy right now updating that. That's a um, huge uh, undertaking in the next three months, but uh, I'm confident that they'll get it done. They have a, a, a strong base to build off of. Now, Illinois passed a sustainable aviation fuel tax credit last January 1st, I believe, or right around the 1st of January, and it was the first tax credit, state tax credit in the country for sustainable aviation fuel. And that's one of the reasons we're so excited about the potential for sustainable aviation fuel being produced by our ethanol plants in Illinois. But uh, that legislation specifies GREET model, using the GREET model to determine the tax credit for Illinois. So we're, we're ahead of the game in Illinois, and now we're really happy that uh, the federal government has uh, agreed with us that uh, the GREET model should be included as well. And there was a a lot of support from Illinois legislators on this, uh, the industry. It was a big push, even by the airlines, to utilize the GREET model uh, for determining the tax credit for SAF. So we're very, very pleased with the effort, pleased with the outcome, but we're going to be watching the results closely to ensure that uh, 
we will have a, a role to play in the future for the tax credit for the sustainable aviation fuel. And uh, I just want to take a step back to uh, Illinois Corn. You guys just had your annual meeting. Was biofuels and talk of any of this in some of the priorities set by you guys for this upcoming year? Yeah, so ethanol has been a priority for us for a long time. We've grown our market in Illinois to 1.6 billion gallons a year. Actually, if we looked at what we produce in Illinois, we could displace 40% of our gasoline right now with just the ethanol produced in Illinois from the corn grown in Illinois. So obviously biofuels is a high priority for us. We're looking at other opportunities. Obviously, our priority in D.C. is to pass the Next Generation Fuels Act, which would establish a higher octane fuel standard for light-duty vehicles that would then allow uh, higher blends of ethanol, 20%, 25%, 30% uh, ethanol to be used to provide that octane in that new standard. Autos would then be able to design around that octane for better efficiency and lower greenhouse gas emissions, helping to meet their requirements under both US EPA's greenhouse gas rule and the USDOT's CAFE standards. Right now, EPA has taken it on themselves to mandate electric vehicles through, well, beginning in 2032, 67% of the light-duty vehicles will have to be electric. We're opposed to that mandate. We're opposed to that policy. And supporting the Next Generation Fuels Act provides alternatives, realizing reduced CO2 emissions in the light-duty vehicle market. So we're not giving up on that market. As you mentioned before, we're looking at year-round E15, but we're also uh, very interested in um, pushing the Next Generation Fuels Act to completion. Well, Dave, is there anything else you want to add today? No, I just really appreciate the interview and appreciate the interest of you and your listeners in this because, uh, you know, future of ethanol and biofuels and agriculture, uh, it a lot of times it's tied to federal policy that, uh, you know, it's a little bit hard to understand. Uh, but, you know, that that's why we spend so much time at Illinois Corn working with national laboratories like Argonne National Lab, U.S. Department of Energy, and others, because we, we have to get the policy right. Well, Dave, thank you so much for hopping on, and I appreciate you making the time for us today. Well, thank you for your time and for the interview. Appreciate you helping get the word out. That's Dave Lowe's, the Director of Biofuels and Research for Illinois Corn on AM 1330 FM 95.7 WREM.